with another episode of the our black history month special just want to thank our previous guests who came and we had some great conversation mr alvin and tk if you haven't listened already go back listen to that and then come back to this one okay it is your favorite girl tiana aromi and myself? Oh, guys, I'm hungover, by the way, child. So this was a very hard <laughs> intro for me. So this was the hardest intro. I had to concentrate so hard. My head is hurting. It's your favorite girl, Tiana Romy. <laughs> and myself, Ray Sang. And your girl, C. Valentina. Oh, my gosh. How are you guys? How are you feeling? What day is it today? I don't even know. Gosh, I got home at 6 a.m. I don't know what day it is. What day is it? Oh, it's the first. Oh my gosh. It's the end of November. It's the end of Black History Month. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, to be honest, it was very quiet. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm actually just cocking. Raw. This month, don't you feel like it, it, it moved so fast? Very fast. Yeah. I feel like nothing was, but I feel like black in terms of Black History Month, nothing was happening. That's why, that's why it feels like that. Like, really, not even just the whole month. Actually, to be honest, the start of the year felt so slow. But I feel like after July, things have just sped through. It's because we've been outside, like proper proper outside. There's been like yeah. something to do every day. Like someone's thrown an event here. Like I feel like people are really the moment they said the doors are open, everyone was said, Yes, we're outside. Yeah, because we've yeah. been outside. Well, Micha, I've been outside. <laughs> I have yeah. been outside. But yeah, how are you, how are you guys? Good actually. I mean, despite it being raining, but I guess that's typical British weather. But yeah, I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, I'm good. I love how we say rain and like like it's like we don't even it's, we should be used to this. It's it's England. It's rain. We were born here. I know, right? To we get used to it. Ever. I think I'm just tired of this cold weather. I need a holiday. Don't know about you. Oh, ASAP. Yeah. Honestly. But, um, yeah. I am flipping hungover. So, yeah, just bear with me, guys. Did <laughs> <laughs> you drink, Tiana? <laughs> I drank everything. I went to Queer's fancy dress party. Big up Queer. Happy birthday, baby girl. Woo-hoo. And then it finished at like 2 a.m. And we were like, me and Rebecca were like, oh, the night is still young. Um, <laughs> and then we were like, everyone was like, oh, they're going no signal. We were like, ah, oh, we're going no signal then. <laughs> so, you know, you have to make your... Because Ubers are so expensive now, you have to make the most of your night. You can't no, I hear you. Like, I hear you, you can't get to the party at 11 and then, like, yeah. cut to, like, no, like, I actually paid 30, 30 to 60 pounds right. to get here. But it's an Uber. I'm Can you imagine? This night. No, I hear that. Congratulations for even booking an Uber. You know what I mean? Like, that's an accomplishment in and, in and of itself. Trust me. May, it's actually crazy that the Uber shortage. And I've heard Crisis. now that Uber are doing this thing where if you and I, I saw I actually saw my driver do it. So when people are calling for Ubers, they don't answer. So then when they keep calling for the Uber, it now looks like it's busy. So then the surge goes up three times because the, no. like Ubers are not accepting your basically wow. like they're not accepting your your um your request. So when you keep you know you on Uber like it'll just keep searching. So now it's saying it's high in demand when it's not. 
as mad. Yeah, so that's what it do, it's doing. So, like, let's say even my mum was going, um, like, I think from Ilford to Good Maze yesterday, which is meant to be less than £10. It was saying £40. Well, it was saying four times increased demand, but it's because the drivers, there's a shortage. So, if you're, if you're, um, if your Uber is under a certain price, they probably won't accept it. Like, if it's a £5 trip or a £10 trip, they probably won't, ex- like, they'll just keep it there and let it keep going up. Because literally, my girl who lives literally five minutes down the road, only because I was wearing heels, it cost me £10 to get to her house. This A £4 trip cost me £10. I was fuming. Wow. And I couldn't take the bus because I was wearing heels. I was like, there's no way. No. Wow. No, I, just, I just have a, a picture in my head. Do you know that meme of the person sitting in the car and there's people banging outside the window? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Nah. You have to get your coin somehow, some way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but we don't have to suffer for, for them, my- though. <laughs> Why is my bank account suffering? What's going on here? Mate, oh, it's mate. mad. And then they'll be saying, oh, we want safety for women. And I'm not being funny. The night mm-hmm. tubes are coming back. But why is it coming back, like, near, like, mid or end November? Like, can you, like, I don't understand. Do you know, do you know what this is reminding me of? When they were like, oh, we'll have aircon by, like, 2023. And I was just like... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what are we meant to do in the meantime? I, I, I just, I just think as a city, London is so embarrassing. Like, guys, right. you have to deep it. We have Uber shortage in a busy city. We don't have night tube. Night buses are so rare now. Like, it's actually a joke. Then they want to crack down on us driving. It's like, what so is how do wrong we with travel? Y'all? Where, how do we get from A to B? Explain. What is wrong with y'all? and fly. Like, what, what's supposed wow. to happen here? You be, you know, you know when girls used to go to the party and they didn't know how they were getting home. It's actually like sad because you actually be like, I actually just want to go home, but you'll be looking like the girl. Like after the party, you'll be looking like one of those girls that didn't, that was hoping Mandem would drop her home. No, I actually want to go home. But there's what no kind of ghetto is this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's get into what's trending, what's happening in the world. See, take it away. See, Valentina. I don't know know if you guys have heard, but Facebook have rebranded to Meta, Metaverse. And I don't know, I'm just trying to figure out what this actually means. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like it's such a huge thing, but to me, it just feels like it's a way to deflect attention from, like, they've got such bad bad reputation and negative opinion over the past few years because of like what's happened with like the Cambridge Analytica stuff mm-hmm. um, I think people have just lost trust in Facebook when it comes to internet privacy in particular mm-hmm. but then also like when we're talking about like how social media addiction has affected young people and the psychological harm of social media Facebook and Instagram have always been the center of that so I think they're just trying to distance themselves away from all that BS um, but also, like, I don't even know what you guys think when Instagram was taken over by Facebook. To me, and felt, WhatsApp as well, and WhatsApp, yeah. But in particular, when they took over Instagram, it felt like the user experience completely just change decreased. Yeah, like every five minutes of seeing a freaking ad, every three posts. I think just Facebook's so heavily connected to that. So this, to me, it feels like a way to just distance themselves from this. But I don't think we'll forget, like. Well, I think, you know, we'll always remember that it's Facebook. When you see when you see Mark, you, you think Facebook. So I don't know what you guys think. 
No, I, t- I totally agree, especially with what you said in terms of like the, them kind of changing the whole feel of Instagram. Like for me, the moment Facebook took it over, it kind of moved from being about like connectivity to suddenly being a money-making thing. I mean, and that's not entirely a bad thing, but it definitely kind of changed the overall look and feel of things. And then I feel like when they when they um, took over with WhatsApp, I think that's when everything changed in terms of like the whole um, stuff on on the data side of things. I don't I don't know. It just feels like we're in the middle of like a really bad sitcom slash budget sci fi movie. Like that's genuinely what it feels like. Like honestly. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, I think all platforms are suffering from it. Let's talk about how Instagram is going downhill as well. Like, yeah, mm. Instagram have now obviously TikTok became a big thing, and now instead of staying in their lanes, like every social media platform is trying to be like the next one. Um, when Twitter in, in um introduced the rooms, it's like why? Like spaces, like, spaces. Let yeah. Every, social media have its unique setting like let's go to clubhouse for the days where we want to chat rubbish let's come on twitter when we want to explore um our emotions and chat like we're talking to our journal let's go on instagram when we want to post our pictures let's go on tiktok when we want to do funny video content and just don't go on facebook (laughs) and just don't go on facebook and just just don't go on facebook or go on facebook when you want to announce your pregnancy like every (laughs) facebook Account, like every um, social media account has a like, has its own unique purpose. Yeah, I think literally everything's like going downhill. When everyone's trying to beat each other, and I think Instagram are doing it the worst because they're literally trying to cram everything, everything to one app. Yeah, into one app. Now they want to make it a global marketplace. Why we have Amazon? We have we have normal stores. We have like why? But then isn't he also trying to create some type of virtual world as well? Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw someone tweet that we do not need to connect anymore. Virtually. No, I legit. We actually need to start going back to um, connecting organically because people are actually not, you'll notice people don't know how to function anymore. Yeah, I'm, I've seen it. Do you, do you know what I was at? I was at a function the other day, right? And I saw two people walk up to each other, say hi, stare at each other for like five seconds, and then just walk away from each other. <laughs> That's not normal. I swear to you, like. People don't know how to communicate anymore, and it's and it's because of things like this. Like we actually yeah. need to go back to having in person, like interactions, because that's weird. Like people can't even hold conversations anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going through a phase of some type of digital burnout after twenty twenty, and everyone was locked in their house. Because I just felt the change as soon as lockdown ended. It felt really weird, even for me. That transition between mm-hmm. being seeing everyone online to actually seeing people in person it's like oh my god humans exist and now we're trying to make it's like i've heard what he's doing with this meta universe thing whatever it is trying to create like even more of a virtual reality but make it feel real so like i'm seeing things like you can go in people's houses digitally like almost like a sims like it's literally like a sims game but in real life and i just don't know how to feel about that but we'll have to see yeah I mean, yeah. speaking of in-person events, the Mobile Awards are coming back what? with their first live taping, guys. How are you feeling about it? It's going to be lit. Mm, is it? <laughs> so, so you don't sound convinced. We said it's going to be lit, yeah, but if I if if they don't introduce new talent, I'm not interested. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. can't keep seeing the same faces in these spaces. It's like it's getting boring now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I hear that. 
and it's not a oh you can't even get in type of vibe it's like there's so much especially during lockdown there's, there's a lot of talent that got produced from lockdown i'm just hoping that mobos open up a space for more talent i do not want to see your typicals at these events but i'm not interested like yeah we get invited to industry events but i think there's always a variety depending on where you go mm-hmm. and i'm starting to see new faces and it's like oh this is nice mm-hmm. but if they're not bringing out new faces and it's literally just um rappers and and things like that then boy i'm not interested are you talking about in terms of like hosts are you talking about more so in terms of like the actual performers and the talent themselves the talent everything okay fair like i want to see new talent i want to see new voices like i and i don't want to bash it's not a a thing of bashing like grm mg (laughs) child Just drinking, kicking my ass. Um, GRM Daily, like, mm-hmm. we know when we're watching it, we kind of, like, know who's going to be on the lineup. I don't want that. Like, there is, there is, there are so many people out there that they could, like, showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it is that time to kind of, like, move into a space where we are introducing new talent, whether that's um, new hosts, new music people like it cannot just be the same recycled people no i hear that but i also feel like there's there's balance though because i guess you're trying to get you know views and create memorable moments and you know how we are like people don't tend to engage with things that they're not familiar with so it's kind of like no and i i I completely understand i'm not saying have a whole lineup where everyone is new that is not what i'm saying because child nobody will tune in but (laughs) we have have a chance where each year you're probably introducing maybe five to ten new people or something like depending on the scale of like the event but if we're just seeing the same faces it's like it's boring we know what to expect Mm -hmm. i think they are doing something where they're spotlighting upcoming talent i can't remember what it's called but um, I think it would be good to see that almost like an unplugged type thing. It doesn't even have to be like in, in the main show. It could be like a bit before, I don't know, BET did something like that. And it, yeah, it works really well. So I get what you mean. It's refreshing. I think it's just, it's just a case of intentionality. Like you have to, it's, it's one of those things where you have to purposefully like set out to do it. It can't just be a afterthought or let's just throw someone in there for the sake of it. I feel like it definitely needs to be something that they like say yeah okay we are doing this because we want to bring new people through like it can't just be a random thing you know yeah i like that it's being held in the midlands as well yeah i I think that's a good thing as well why because i feel like the the music scene especially is very london centric yeah i feel like everything is london centric yeah so i feel like especially when you're trying to recreate like a big cultural moment or like, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's important that it's not always in London. I think that's very important. There's talent outside of London, guys, you know what I mean? Wait, wait, Have just you... to, sorry, just to put, um, talk about what I was, I just found it. It's called Mobo Unsung. So it's a competition dedicated to supporting and de- developing the next generation of music superstars. I don't oh, know amazing. It. Perfect. Fantastic. For the show if they're going to be like in the um in the actual show or not but i think it would be cool if they did that so yeah they're trying they're trying love that i think channel four also trying 
Um, right. which, I'm, which I'm happy to see. Oh, yeah. What, by one commission? Don't start. Yeah. <laughs> one commission. Oh my God, no. I knew you were going to say that. I actually one knew you were going to I mean, it's, it's a Do you know how many way. commissions they get? I know, like, but it's just... taking a piss. No, no, just don't. <laughs> because if you know how much, how much projects are pitched to Channel 4, the fact that oh we're moving forward because of one commission please do you know what guys. i feel like we, we don't have context so obviously like that's your world right so break it down for the people that don't actually understand because yeah so what happens is there is a, a group of commissioners at channel four they go through back-to-back meetings every day getting pitched ideas left right and center from people then um obviously they go through the stages of yes no yes no blah 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 um once it gets commissioned obviously it gets announced but the process of commissioners basically do that's their day-to-day job listening to ideas listening to stories and saying if they're going to put money behind it or not so imagine every day you're probably getting pitched probably five to ten ideas depending on how busy you are and out of all the black episodes and everything that gets gets commissioned uh, everything that gets put out there you only commission one so imagine they're throwing probably 100 ideas at you and you only commission one it is not a step forward i am so sorry um, you know what fair enough when you put it in that context and i can i definitely understand where you're coming from for those who don't know what we're talking about um zz mills and yinka bikini um just got their show i think unapologetic just got commissioned for a, uh, for a few further episodes on channel four um, so they were a part of the Black to Front program that happened. How many weeks ago now? Like, well, I want to say like three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the context of, of what we're talking about. Do you know what though? I, I feel like, yes, I agree that it's definitely not enough. Um, but it is, it is kind of nice to see people, you know, actually Bye. try to Bye. stick to their words. Bye. <laughs> Why they give us crumbs? No, we need. To, I, I, honestly, as as a community, we really need to stop getting excited when they give us crumbs. It is. No, it's not no, even. Cr- it's, 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 this is it. You is this is not even a crumb? A crumb is even big. You see when a crumb breaks into dust. That's what no, I'm screaming. That is what they're giving us. <laughs> we honestly need to stop getting so excited. Because when we get so excited, they feel like they've done something. Done something. No, I, no, I hate you. I hate you. Why Black History Month was so quiet? Because last year they we got so excited, they felt they done they done something. That look at look at this year, nothing has happened. Where were all the brands? Where was everything quiet? Sleeping. Because last year when they all started making their rubbish pledges, BBC made a huge pledge. Where is it? Where's the money, honey? Where's the money? Where is the money? Where is that? Where's the money going? Nowhere to be found. No one knows. Like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing! Celebration, celebration. They they now feel like they've done something. You've done nothing. But you know what? I saw a tweet that was like, um, pe- like Black Black History Month has been so quiet because people are not working for free anymore. Yeah, and I feel that, that 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 definitely has something to do with it. I feel like a lot of us have kind of right. figured out our worth, and we're like, hold on. So you want to celebrate us for Black History Month, supposedly, but you don't want to pay me? Nah, nah, miss me with that. So I feel like that's kind of where everyone's mindset is now, is now which is another reason why we're not really seeing much. 
Yeah, I've got a, a theory as well. I think brands are almost afraid to take part because they don't want to get backlash of being performative because it's probably true. They know that as soon as the month is over, they're going back to pretending black people don't exist and mm-hmm. it's the responsibility of actually actually supporting black causes because they saw like last last year when certain brands were just post up. What was the pretty little thing? With the hands. <laughs> the hands. Oh, good Lord. So they, it's just not genuine. So they're like, you know what? Let me just mind my business. But yeah, man, I don't know. But that being said, what would you kind of have wanted to see happen though? Um, I would just, I, I just think it's a whole, we need consistency. It's literally like being in a relationship, babe. Like, it, like you cannot applaud a man when he does something because the things that he's meant to do let these brands let these tv shows do what they're meant to do don't applaud them and let us see consistency that's all we're asking for let be about everything you spoke about last year they're not even making pledges this year they're not even promising nothing this year because they're not even sticking to it they don't even care um but then if, if if that's the case then why are we expecting this from them though because if if we if they don't care then why why is there any form of expectation for them to support no, our there should all? be an expectation and there should be there should be there should be that our legs on their necks because they don't move until like and i don't even care if it's performative performative as as long as black people are being showcased because at the end of the day we we need representation representation whether whether a a a tv show is hiring me just for me to tick a box that little girl that's gonna watch me is gonna be so important and at the end of the day i'm gonna get paid so i don't care y'all be performative what i'm saying is if when we don't press on their necks that's when they think oh you don't have to do this no you i'm gonna i'm gonna step on your neck you're going to feel like you have to put me in these spaces and we are going to break down barriers for the next generation. I don't give a heck. Guys, this drink is making me very passionate right now. Yeah, I can, I can tell. <laughs> no, but obviously, obviously coming from the TV world, I'm so passionate about black representation, black people being behind and in front because I, I see it, I've seen it raw. I've seen it raw for so many years. I understand the structure, understand how the other side, those like those people wink wink think and the things some some of the things they've said, and I know a lot of us, whatever industry we've been in, we've seen certain things. So mm-hmm. we have to press their necks because if we didn't press their necks, especially in TV, that ne- that whole nepotism system, they would think it's okay. Do you know how much nepotism rules the TV industry? Every single person you'll meet is probably white probably white middle class probably bought their their um, nephew or nieces in, and that's how it's worked for time and it wasn't until we said there is no one that looks like anything other than white that's when they were okay with it they didn't see anything wrong with it and that's why it's so important for us to continue to speak up continue to break um, barriers whether you want me in the space or not i'm going to be here no 100 and you know what i do i do think as, as much as on-screen representation is important i also think it's very very important to have behind the scenes like representation as yeah. well because at the end of the day, it's a lot of people behind the scenes who are actually making the decisions. And yeah. we actually need to be in those rooms where those decisions are being made. Otherwise, like we, we can be the face of things all, all, all we want, but then there's going to be no structural changes unless yeah. we're actually in the room, but actually, you know, in those spaces. 
Yeah, it, look at what Leonie said, Leonie Anderson. She was um on a whole set after all the years the years that she's been um a model coming on set having to do your hair nobody looks like you that that can do your makeup is this a joke and i love the fact that she posted it because people a lot of us sometimes are like oh we need to be quiet because we won't get booked nah step on their necks because trust me they will not ignore you how how can they not book you for for um for equality you're mad you're mad but you know what's so crazy about that if it's happening at that high of a level what is happening at, at at the kind of like lower levels or the more you know like yeah. junior junior levels? That's in, that's actual insanity to me because these these are the companies that have the big budgets that you know can bring people in. Like it's not a struggle to do so, and they I feel like at that point you're just choosing not to. Yeah, yeah. Co-sign everything you guys have said. I've got nothing else to add. <laughs> <laughs> you said retweet. Sorry, I had. <laughs> They're passionate when this 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 topic comes up because, child, yeah. But on a light on, on a much lighter note, um, have you, have you heard about um, Nimco is happy? Hey. Yeah, getting like an official release. <laughs> She's a babe. Nim- I love her. Nimco happy. She's yeah. Yeah. I will sing a sample for you, like. Yeah, you should already know those four lyrics. That, that that's the only lyrics we know. You should already know those four lyrics. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm actually excited for her. Like I saw I actually saw like a press release for this in, in my inbox the other like I think it was Friday. And I was so I, I, so excited to actually see someone take this seriously. Because you know yeah, we always Mona. hear Oh, okay. Shout out to yeah, us. big up Mona, big up Mona. Um, <laughs> um, Mona, even Mona asking me to like send all my viral videos. I didn't know what she was doing, but I think she was um curating like um something to get her signed. And I was like, oh, that's so amazing! Like she really pushed for this song to get a release deal. And I feel like that's so important because we hear of people going viral all the time, but like virality doesn't equal money. And I feel yeah. like that's something that a lot of people don't seem to understand that like just because you became a meme or just because like loads of people shared and retweeted something doesn't necessarily mean that your bank balance has seen any difference yeah so i'm, I'm actually happy that someone actually did something about this and actually made sure that the creator actually you know got saw something on the back end because a yeah. lot of the times that doesn't happen especially like when it comes down to us have you not noticed like we'll make something go viral and then you will see other people jump on the trend and all of a sudden they're getting paid for what we originally Created. yeah so yeah i mean uh uh-huh, child they, they already tried to gentrify it <laughs> oh did you hear the cover did you did you hear it uh, wait <laughs> no it was Victor, it was victor's parody that sent me i was like no I was like, the, the truth in this, stop gentrifying ethnic music. It needs to be stopped. No, like, it, it just felt like an attack. Like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know what else to explain it. Like, I was just like, this didn't need to a exist. microaggression. <laughs> no, it literally felt like a microaggression, I swear to you. Like, I was like, why does this feel racist? Because I didn't know what's, what's going on here. You have to take the video down. He butchered the song. And oh. obviously, like to someone who is not from that background, they'll probably think, "Oh my days, he did so well." He act like every 
Somali was commenting, Oh my gosh, what is he what saying? Is happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh my god. No, nah, so I was funny. I was so angry. <laughs> he saw that so I was so funny. angry. I was like, why? He's like, just just leave things alone. It's okay. It's not every it's not every trend you need to jump on. Just it's it's actually okay. Let it go. Let well, leave of sun. That being said, though, like it definitely does show like the, the impact that TikTok is having on the music scene though. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. I think though, even with that, one thing I will say to like, especially like artists that are going viral on TikTok, take time with your shows though, because like you having loads and loads of streams and stuff doesn't equate to you having stage presence. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of these people that are blowing up, they've probably never had a performance or never performed on stage. A lot of these people are blowing up from their bedrooms, and I feel like. That's like kind of one thing I'm happy with. Um, I don't know if you've heard of her, but Pink Pantherist. Um, like yeah. she's only doing small venues at the moment, despite like her getting loads and loads of streams. And I think that's so so important because yeah, the that transition is especially from making music in your bedroom to kind of performing on stage. Yeah, it's exactly. a big transition. A lot of development needs to go. That's the thing we're missing with a lot of eyes. There is barely any development going mm-hmm. on in their journey. Um. And yeah, it's a it's a bit mad. Yeah, I think the A and R's that pick them up just want a quick kind of hit rather than actually working with them for a long time to actually develop all these aspects, the, the live performances and everything else. So that that definitely needs to happen more because um, I think like like you said, when they when they do big venues, it shows. You know, I don't know if you remember the um, what was it, bouncer and arms the um. Right, and then was it K Trap who performed? You can tell they wasn't used to performing like that. So yeah, and the thing is, you don't. And the thing is, people remember things, so you don't want to be remembered as the person that was standing in the corner that gave the audience no energy. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Let us. Yeah, let's jump into music of the week. Can't lie, guys. You should already know. I didn't listen to no new music. <laughs> However, I Not did listen to Ray. Oh, Ray. Ooh, she killed it. Oh, my God. She is a babe. I'm so happy she's free. Firstly, <laughs> I'm so happy she's free because it shows what she can do. Like, her on a drill beat. Sorry to cut you in, but I just, I got a bit excited. Because yeah, of course, it's drill. drill. <laughs> no, it's not just drill. It's R&Drill. And... People was okay. Let's just let me just talk about Ray really quickly because she didn't just set the tone of the track in a nice mellow way, but she also had bars. She said something like, um, "Something about I'm making millions. I get a new ten. He's making billions. If you get that reference, you, if you know, you know. Because obviously, millions is a song called billions. I was like, oh my gosh, she has bars. And then obviously, no, he's like obviously singing, but then you don't expect to hear the the lyricism with it and I was just proper like loving it but um also they say that Russ kind of Russ came in second and I think yeah no he he ruined it for me I can't lie but (laughs) people are saying that he ruined it or I definitely think Ray spun him but it's not that it doesn't mean that he's bad I just think it didn't didn't suit it she set the right she set the tone maybe if he came in first like, you know, you expect to hear rapping on drill and he came in doing what he does and he was the first verse and then Ray took over and then we want Ray. It might have been a nah. little... 
the shop. But for me, I don't think he did bad. It's just what it didn't suit the vibe that Ray set out so well. I don't think he suited the song at all. You know, like I, I genuinely like I, I just I don't think he's bad either. I just don't think this was him. Like personally speaking. And yeah, do you know what? I was very, very, like you, yeah, I was very, very impressed with Ray on this. Um, and yeah, I'm not mad at the Rihanna sample either. Like, I know I say, I'm always saying, oh, guys, why the sample? But I feel like they switched up the genre. Oh, damn. <laughs> they switched oh up the genre. Don't, don't hurt yourself. I <laughs> was mad. That was so mad. Okay. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I said, I was saying, I'm not mad at the Rihanna sample, but. Um, yeah, I feel like because they switched up the genre, I I kind of guess it can fly, but yeah, I I just wasn't I wasn't over excited about Russ on this at all. But I was very very impressed with Ray, very. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> Why <are> you laughing? <laughs> you just seem so unbothered. That kills me. I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, no, I was sorry. I like her. I like her. Um, yeah, up music. Just... Sorry, guys, I can't even enter the conversation because I did not listen to nothing new. What was yesterday? Friday. I was busy yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. We can. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. See, I know you. I know you definitely heard the the Central Sea song though. Yeah, I think we've all heard that. It's been on the radio, hasn't it? Oh yeah. yeah. What's on the list? Like I'm like I I feel like maybe did it. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's why. I haven't I seen think, the video I yet either. I know what I know what to kind of expect. Sorry, I love the song. I I just know what to expect from the video. I'm gonna watch it though. I just wasn't excited to like you know drop go it. and look at it. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, no, I hear you. But I I think just you have to give Central C his his um his credit, man, because to be able to do what he's done, I think it has over double. It's sort of double um million streams. I don't know how much, but let's say forty million around that. And no video. This is before the video dropped. Like to get that amount of success from a song is insane. And I don't even think he's signed. I think he's still independent. I don't, I don't know. But it's just he's just smart. When I saw him do that freestyle on top on TikTok over the Pink Panther sample, mm-hmm. I just knew from then I was like, yes, this just yes. Like you know what you're doing, and it sounds good. So why not? But see, yeah, I think with with that example, that's a, an example of how you use a sample correctly. I think he he was very very like clever with that because obviously the Pink Panthers is blowing up on TikTok right now. So I feel like the use of that sample was very very smart. Um, everyone's familiar with it, but he kind of took it to a different place, which is I, I feel like why everyone loves the song so much. Do you know what song I really really liked that I wasn't I was like okay didn't didn't see this coming. Ed's new one, Ed Sheeran's new one. Oh yeah. I really appreciated like the writing on that actually. And it's kind of reminded me, you know, of like when Ed used to chill with all the rappers back in like the SBTV mm-hmm. days. It very much took me back to what's the name of the song? Oh my god. Oh, it's gonna bug me if I don't remember it. There we go. You need me, I don't need you. That's the vibe that this kind of gave. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the vibe that like his new one took me back to. So yeah, I'm 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 here for it, you know. I'm here for I'm here for this Ed. Yeah, same. <laughs> not you, not you, son. Like, <laughs> listen to me. Oh my god, have you heard Snow Snow Allegra's new one, or her cover of? of... It's not that I don't want you here. <laughs> you know what? She did a cover of um Do for Love, and yeah. Mm. Okay, Wait, guys, random. Stormzy hugged me yesterday, and I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so I'm looking at our pictures, and I'm like. 
<laughs> and I'm looking at the video and I'm just, I'm in awe. What a man. <laughs> what a freaking man. I love you, Stormzy. Oh I God. love you. And he was like, so, hey, you're super girl. I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so public service announcement, T loves Stormzy. <laughs> just in case you didn't catch that. <laughs> I'm looking at my photo album like, I'm looking at the videos from yesterday like, yes. <laughs> Oh. oh my god yeah so this this no allegra song right okay let me let me ugh. i really need to talk about this because i i'm, I'm I, this kind of hurt my soul like that's about it right oh, i really really love the original of do for love right and for me there are like some classic songs that you just don't touch this is for me this is one of them like i love snow i think i love her voice but and vocally it was this was great but I just feel like it was missing the soul. You know when there's like no emotional connection? Like for me, it was just like, it, it just felt very void of emotional connection. And it was just like, okay, cool. She has a pretty voice, but what else? And yeah, nah, um, I, wasn't, <laughs> I was not happy with this at all. So yeah, mm. it's, 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 it's a strong no for me. Can't lie. No, 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 no. No, legit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the background G NSG song? Yeah, yeah. And obviously NSG do what they do. Like, I think background G is having a great time. <laughs> I mean, he's always having a great time. I feel like he's such a vibe, honestly. He he's got so much personality. Yeah. 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 I and like it shows music, like you know how rare that is. Like every sometimes rappers they they have personality but on, in their music it doesn't show as much but with him you just hear you just hear it and he's been on a great feature on this year in particular mm. um, so he's he's really impressed me he did what he did everyone's saying he's an extended member of nsg so <laughs> I hear it. no i hear that i actually hear that do you know what i feel like now that black history month is actually drawing to a close like i feel like for me this was this is a great way to, this is a great like month closer like it was just it was just good energy like yeah. i have i have nothing bad to say like i have nothing no no critique on this one i actually just really yeah it. yeah did you guys hear double tap um abra and unknown t yeah loved it don't give me that yeah <laughs> i just felt like it was just i, I don't know maybe because i know with, with with them like in terms of like drill in general like their levels are, pr are, are pretty high for me so I feel like for me, it's, it's very hard for them to kind of like move past that bar. Like I think, no, I think Abracadabra, yeah. I've been saying, I just, I think he's all, he's sick, but I don't really know what was happening with him after um, On Deck and his his um, mixtape last year, Product to, Product to My Environment. Kind of just the songs he released after that, it was like, wasn't bad but it was just kind of stagnant this for me is what he needed like just something to to refresh his career and his start his place in drill um and i think it's just something that makes sense with it's like the deep voice crew coming together like the avengers coming to take over i was like yes in my ear i'm hearing all of this deep bass with the 808 <laughs> it makes sense so yeah no i loved it double tap double tap <laughs> Nah, fair enough, fair enough. Nothing bad, but like not not blown away either. Like I, I guess that's like, I guess that's kind of the problem when you're like when people know you for doing good work, it's kinda of like, well, it's very hard to impress someone when that's your just your 
your level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. But yeah, should we get into our favorite track of the week? Yes. Let's go. Let's See, go. You want to kick this off? <laughs> JB nah. Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Dark Cheating literally been on a replay. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be cheating. Cheating on my baby, my baby. Love that. See, your turn? Yeah, um, so this artist i've just found out about him he's from leicester apparently but i don't know if people knew about him before this ep just dropped but i really liked it and the track i don't can't remember the name of the ep i think it's maybe i should have had that information but the point is the track i want to shout out (laughs) the track i want to shout out is called midnight there's also there's another track on there that everyone's talking about featuring nuts and a2 called summer is Somewhat is blue, I think, but Midnight is somewhat is another one that I really love. Um, his kind of mellow, mellow sound over that drill slash trap production, I think it's true. But I, I, I loved it, so yeah, let's get into it. Monday running for P, Monday after the suit. She wanna talk about me, I wanna talk about you and the things we do. What you know about me, I'm gonna tell you if she wanna know about you. My track of the week is um, a track called Safe Place by an artist called uh, Marie Dahlstrom. Listen, listen, her tone is so rich. She has like one of those voices, you know, when you're listening to her, like the room will just fall silent and you're just standing there like in awe of her voice. She's a type of singer, like she sings with so much sincerity. Yeah, nah. So yeah, that's my track of the week, Safe Place. Oh, yes. I have I have an artist that I want to shout out actually. Um she's an artist from um Kentucky. Her name is Zanaya. And she I guess I would describe her as like soul, but with maybe like a southern touch. Yeah. Not some pill. <laughs> <laughs> she just has this like new track called Mastermind that I've been playing a lot recently. So yeah. Shout out to Zanaya. Zanaya. My um, artist shout out is Bella. <laughs> Love you, Bella. <laughs> Literally. Um... For me, my artist shout out is an artist from America. I'm not too sure where in America, but she's lit. She's R&B. Her name is Jayla Darden. Um, she's been around for a minute. I think first songs like 2018 on her discography on Spotify, but I discovered her like this year early this year she's just dropped a track called exhausted my options if i was to describe her sound i'd say it's like 90s r&b um so if that's your thing then check her out nice all right you guys got anything coming up this week anything you want to shout out love to the people no (laughs) (laughs) she's like nah i'm resting (laughs) my bed child i'm all right i'm all right all right, so where can the people find us, guys? 
Mate, read the description. <laughs> no, no, please do not kill me today, please. <laughs> Guys, if you're not following us already, I don't know where you've been, babe. Oh my god. So Rhymeshi Pod on Twitter, I think. And then Rhymeshi on Instagram. Personal socials. Ray Sang XOXO. I love how everyone knows my handle. C underscore Valentina. Underscore where? Am I screaming? Underscores in my name. No, it's just C Valentina. There you go. And Tiana Aromi. The best to ever do it. Let's go. Screaming. <laughs> so done. This is where we go, guys. That money's going vomit. Ah! Watch out. Get well soon, boy. All right, guys, we out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>